0: Good morning, you guys, this is Ashley Campbell with Daily Encouragement. By the time you hear this episode, it will be August 18th, time is flying, you guys. The thing that I'm looking forward to is the temperatures dropping slightly at night. There was a time where it did not cool off at night at all, so during the day, you were just still hot day and night, but it looks like it's gonna be getting a little bit cooler, I think about 59 degrees at night, so that'll be nice. Anyway, you guys, I hope you guys are doing well thank you for listening to the podcast every week. I really hope and pray it's encouraging you guys, giving you giving you some perspective, giving you some food for thought. These are just things that I'm learning in my daily life that I think about day to day. And I want to share it with you guys in case you can relate. You know, the Lord's had me on a journey these last seven years, went through a massive healing period that I've shared with you guys. And now, you know, I'm just, um, just still kind of building myself from the inside out. You know, it's a daily process of transformation and, uh, you know, if there's anybody else out there who's, you know, just wanting to grow and, uh, just kind of wanting to talk about these kind of things, you guys are in the right place. So anyway, last week I talked to you guys about the different strongholds. Well, how strongholds are formed, you know, and I walked you guys through that. But today I want to talk to you guys about the weapons that the Lord has given us, because when we were going through second Corinthians, it says, you know, the weapons that we wore with are not carnal, but mighty and pulling down the strongholds. So I just want to talk to you guys really quick today about the different pieces of armor that we do have and to put on every day. And uh, but before we get into it, let's go ahead and pray. All right, Lord Jesus, thank you for this day. Thank you, Lord. Number one, that your spirit is in us. The truth is in us. The spirit of truth is in us. We are not alone. Thank you for that, Lord. Thank you that the author of the universe is living inside of us. Thank you, Lord, that you validate us, that you confirm things to us, that you witness to us, Lord. And uh, thank you, God, that you've given us a means to protect ourselves in this world. And I pray, God, that we can become more skilled every day and putting on the armor using the weapons effectively help us lord to use the weapons effectively that you've given to us that the strongholds that are in our lives lord would really would really be cast down you know and i know it happens brick by brick lord but i just pray that we would get better and better at utilizing the weapons you've given us god and not always falling victim to the schemes of the enemy and getting hit with his fiery darts and you know those things do happen Lord but let us be more resilient let us not be afraid let us remember Lord the function of these weapons and really know how to put them on in a practical way Lord every single day so I pray you guide this conversation I pray it brings clarity to my brothers and sisters out there who you know maybe have heard about the armor of God but no one's really broken it down and Lord I just want to share with them some practical things that I believe that you've showed me in my life And I pray that I can encourage my brothers and sisters, Lord. So thank you, God, for this day and this conversation. I pray that you would uh, bless my brothers and sisters. Um, I pray that they would have everything that they need, all provisions, strength, hope, health, and uh, that their lives would be used in a powerful way, God, to advance your kingdom on this earth. So I love you, Lord. Thank you. And just pray all these things in Jesus' name. Amen. So, you guys, I was in Ephesians 6, and that's where I got you know, the weapons that God has given us. So let's go ahead and read some of those scriptures and then we'll just break it down. So in Ephesians 6, it says, Therefore, take up the whole armor of God, that you may be able to withstand in the evil day, and having done all, to stand. Stand therefore, having girded your waist with truth, having put on the breastplate of righteousness, and having shod your feet with the preparation of the gospel of peace. Above all, So, let's go ahead and break down this armor, you guys. So, the first piece that he mentions, right, is girded your waist with truth. So, what is truth? Truth is reality, right? It's reality. And there's two realities. There's the reality of your life and the context of where your life is, the fruit of your life, the reality of the decisions you make every day, the choices, your routine, you know things you got going on, the job that you have, your kids, your, your family, whatever. There's a reality to that. Okay. And then there's also the reality of God. There's the reality of his word, his truth, what he says, right. And now what we do is we go through a process of learning how to integrate the truth of God, his reality into our lives. Right. We make an exchange. It's like, you take off an old piece and you put a new piece on, take old thoughts off you put new thoughts on. right. But you can't do that until you've been met and collided with the love and the grace of God. You're not going to be motivated, right? You have to know and be in a position, your heart does, that there's no blame, shame, and condemnation, right? You have to, you have to just be so convinced of that dynamic, right? And as you enter into it and you really just accept what the Lord has come to do you begin to realize that there's areas of your life that maybe you you don't have the results that you want. You know, I believe every single human being wants to make progress, but maybe you don't, maybe you're not making progress in the areas of your life. Maybe you have hurt, maybe you don't have enough, maybe you need skills, resources, whatever, right? Um, just healing, let's just stick with that, right? Wherever you have pain, and wounding, you know, because I I tell you guys this all the time, you're going to behave differently when you're healed than when you're sick, right? So when we get healed, we're going to have the energy that we need to, and passion and the, and the, and the commitment and the discipline and the consistency to carry out the things that God has put on our hearts, things that we actually want to do. But anyway, so as we get healed, we begin to look at our, you know, we get, we look at our life. We look where we want to go, you know, the Lord starts putting new desires in our hearts, putting things in us that we want to do, and we start making these exchanges, right? So we take the truth of our life, we acknowledge it, no matter what the truth is, no matter how it makes us feel, we acknowledge the truth, the reality, we acknowledge the reality of God, and then we ask Him to help us to allow those two realities to come together, right? Where God's reality becomes your reality, Right? Okay, so that's all truth is. Truth is reality. So walking in the truth, you know, being sober with yourself about your life and where you are, and also being sober with the fact that you need what God has, and that you are willing to make these exchanges, all right? You know, the truth, the truth of God's love for you, the truth of, you know, um, like I said, just where you are right now. You know, and this is why it's so important, you guys, I'm telling you, if you have not gone through the life coaching course I did on here that walks you through the process of building an identity and your character and your values, you're going to struggle at times with truth because your, your identity is rooted in all of this as well. Okay. So, you know, that's, that's going to be foundational for you. If you have not established your identity and your character and in your values, when things are coming at you, okay, the things that are reality for you may not, necessarily be true right sometimes you know if our identity is in the wrong things like your performance other people's opinions or your circumstances then that's going to be a different kind of reality versus the reality being rooted in your character and values but that's another conversation so what's truth truth is reality that is a part of your armor living in the truth living in the reality the truth will set us free what's the second piece the breastplate the righteousness right what is righteousness okay It's trusting in in God without wavering. And where did I get that definition from? Well, you guys, if you go back over here to Psalm, I think it's 26. If I remember right. You know, David kind of breaks it down. He says, vindicate me, O Lord, for I've walked in my integrity. I've also trusted in the Lord. I shall not slip. Examine me, O Lord, and prove me. Try my mind and my heart, for your loving kindness is before my eyes, and I've walked in your truth. I'm pretty sure that's the one I'm looking for. This is like the new King James. Let me go ahead, you guys, and grab this one over here. Because I'm looking for a particular wording. Because it did say, um, blameless. Righteousness. It tied blameless and righteousness together. Well, if I remember right too, if I remember right, there's another scripture that says, Abraham believed God and it was credited to him as righteousness. So believing God is a form of of righteousness. Okay. So blameless, right? What does it mean to be blameless? That's what I was thinking. My bad, you guys. So it is Psalm 26. We're not talking about being blameless. We're talking about righteousness. So excuse me for that. So righteousness, what is righteousness? It is believing God. That's what makes you right with God. It's nothing that we do, right? It's just simply acknowledging the truth of what he says and saying, you know what, Lord, you're true. And I'm a liar. Right? Why are we a liar at times? Because we don't see everything God sees. We don't have his perspective. We're not all knowing. Okay, so we have parts of things, right? We see in part. We don't see the whole thing. So sometimes because we don't see in part, the way we see is kind of distorted. Okay, and that's, what, that can, that's a form of falseness, right? I don't think people intentionally try to lie or operate that way. But it's important to acknowledge that, you know, righteousness is simply believing God. And it has nothing to do with anything that you do or don't do. All right. If you want to be righteous before God, just believe Him like Abraham did. Believe God. Boom. And that's, if you think about it, that's the one. That's like the foundational point that Jesus Christ was always trying to drill through people's heads. Right? Come to me. Believe me. Believe what I say. Okay. So believing God is your righteousness. Okay. And you guys, I did podcast talking about how beliefs are formed. Go back to the life coaching course that I did January uh, 20th, 2020, there's five months of content on there. I talked to you guys about how beliefs are formed, right? And so if righteousness is just believing God, then sometimes your beliefs have to be changed. Okay. And so I walk you guys through how beliefs are formed. So be sure to go back to that podcast. Okay. So let's go, let's continue on with the armor here, the armor. So the peace of the gospel, right? Let me go back to Ephesians six. All right. Oh, I skipped it. Hold on, you guys. Bear with me. All right, here we go. It says, And having shod your feet with the preparation of the gospel of peace. Right? So what you wear on your feet, right, is the gospel of peace. What is the gospel of peace? What is the gospel, right? It's salvation. Okay? And we're going to get into that. That's, That's another part of it. But the way I like to look at it, As well as you guys remember when Jesus was washing his disciples feet. And he was like, you don't know what I'm doing for you, but one day you're going to know. Everybody in that room had all come from different backgrounds and different experiences. Right. But they all needed to be washed regardless of where they all came from. Right. And and think about your feet, you know, walking around. Nobody liked to wash people's feet back in the day. That was like the, the lowest job you could have your feet revealed where you, the places you've been. And so, you know, that's very humbling, right? And, but at the end of the day, everybody needs their feet washed, you know, and there's a peace that comes when you can sit in the company with people who are humble enough to acknowledge that, yeah, Lord, I need to be washed, right? There's no judgment as far as where you've been, where your where your feet have walked, you know, it's, it's that acknowledgement that, I needed be to be washed, you need to be washed. We can wash each other's feet just through simply, you know, um, acknowledging that we need it and in talking about where we've been, you know, I'm pretty sure the disciples knew each other's backgrounds, right? Um, and what they used to do. But anyway, so having your, your shod your feet with the preparation of the gospel of peace, right? And that's what the Lord come to give us. He goes, my peace, I give you. I don't give us the world does, right? The Lord gives you peace. It says his peace is our strength. How do we get peace? In our life, right? How do we get it? No condemnation, accepting what he's come to do, accepting his forgiveness. All right. You put that on no matter where you go and walk in your life, the places that you go. All right. Knowing that you can always get your feet washed because if you're, you know, if you, what is that scripture? I think it's in 1 John. If you are faithful to confess your sins, he's, if you confess your sins, he's faithful and just to forgive you of your sins. Right. So, you know, as you walk on this road, Christians don't have to live in this state of mind of, oh my gosh, you know, just kind of this paranoia and this scrupulous care. What you guys, I got a, I got another podcast. I got to record after this one. We're going to talk about religion. Okay. But, um, you know, this is just my thoughts about having your feet, um, have, you know, having your feet prepared with the gospel of peace. All right. So let's keep moving on. You guys, um, above all taking the shield of faith. That's your your shield. So what's, what's your shield? It's faith. What is faith? Faith is an expectation. Faith is what you're expecting from God. So if you are truly walking in the truth, in the reality of God's word, then you are going to be walking in faith because you are expecting God to fill the word that he spoke, which is the truth, right? That's part of your armor. The belt of truth. So when you renew your mind in the truth of God, you acknowledge the truth of your life, you acknowledge the truth of God, okay? And you say, "Lord, your word will come to pass." You're you're truthful, right? You expect that to come to pass. Now you're walking in faith. Cuz that's all life is, a series of expectations. People can live in, people live in depression, right? They stay depressed because they don't think anything will ever change. They have no expectation of anything good. Right? And what, and, and how does that get developed, right? And I've talked to you guys about all of this in the podcast, the life coaching series, right? As far as the experiences that we have in life growing up and those repetitive things that happen that are negative and it just forms our whole mindset. Did you know your guys' beliefs are formed by age seven? So think about how much of your life that you might have forgotten about when you were a kid, you know, maybe behaving as if it doesn't, it's not relevant. But think about the things that happened to you when you were young, right? Think about how much that's formed your mindset and the things that you expect, right? Your expectations that you have. So that's what your faith is. Your faith is your expectation. You're either going to be in foreboding mode, expecting difficulty to happen, right? Which is going to result in depression, right? No hope, no looking forward to anything good. Or you're going to be walking in faith. Foreboding or faith. Those are the two options you got, right? you can expect and anticipate danger and, and anxiety and stress and evil or you can expect God and the goodness of God to be unfolded before your very eyes in your life right and what he says good plans he has for you you know and that's an individual thing you guys and i was talking to my husband about this the other day when you guys read the bible it's not about reading the bible and these people's lives and mimicking what the people did it's about seeing who God is and was through that situation so you can learn the faithfulness of god in that person's life regardless of what that person did or didn't do right you're not here to imitate others you're here to also show the glory of god in your life what's glory exalted reputation you're here to show god's reputation to the rest of the world just like the people in the bible that we read about did right it's no different you know you guys our lives you know, the book of so and so listens to this podcast. All right. That could be a Bible. You guys get what I'm saying? Your life and how God interacts with you is a testimony that someone can literally look at and be encouraged by. All right. So, anyway, that is your shield. That is your faith, that is your expectation. Let's keep moving on here, you guys. What's your helmet? Your salvation? What's salvation? Any means of deliverance from danger evil or ruin so if you're truly walking in your salvation you are having the mindset that god is going to deliver you from danger evil or ruin regardless right of anything pertaining to you in terms of oh you know your behavior or however you gauge whether god's gonna deliver you from danger evil or ruin and the, you guys some of this stuff is just you know unconscious honestly you don't even realize that you are you know, putting these type of stipulations on yourself and on God in a way, right? Because you don't realize how maybe you used to get attention before get somebody's favor. Maybe you had to earn it, right? You know, think about your, again, think about your dynamics when you're growing up. That very much shaped you right now. And, you know, we are a product of our environment, whether we want to acknowledge it or not. We're all human beings, right? The experiences we've had growing up did shape us. And the beauty of it, though, is the Lord is so graceful to show us those things. He knows, he knows everything about us being human, you know, and he's able to show us how those dynamics shaped us so we can have some appreciation for ourselves and other people, right? As far as realizing that other people have stories too and experiences that have shaped their life. And we don't need, we don't necessarily understand what other people have gone through, but if you can understand how your life has shaped you and impacted you in all aspects, good, bad, you're going to have a lot more compassion for another human being, a lot more understanding anyway. So your salvation is deliverance, any means of deliverance from danger, evil, or ruin. That is what Jesus Christ came to do. He is your salvation. He is your salvation. Salvation is found in him. That means because he is in you, you will be delivered from danger, evil, or ruin, right? That's, and that's, that's the expectation. That you can put on every single day, right? As far as using your your shield, right? See how this all works together, you guys. You know what I'm saying? All these pieces of armor work together. They all serve as a greater function to protect you from what, right? The fiery arrows of the evil one. What? It's a fiery arrow, right? The lies he comes with you at. That's that's the difference. That's the only thing you're dealing with is is the difference between truth and a lie. Okay? Can you distinguish between good and evil, truth and a lie, right? Can you, you guys, I've been talking to you about this a little bit too. Can you reality check your thoughts? Can you put them in court? And what's the evidence for and against the thought you're entertaining? It says, take your thoughts captive. This is how diligent we're supposed to be. Okay? Because the enemy is a liar, the father of lies. It says he only speaks from his own reference point. Right? So you got to be able to look at your life, distinguish between truth and a lie, reality and falseness. Okay. And then re- and, and start to apply that in just in your daily life, you know, and, and especially in the areas of your life where you feel like you are getting hit with a lot of, you know, being bombarded, right? You feel attacked. That's the area right there where you might need to walk yourself through this reality check process in terms of what are you thinking about the whole fall. all Mankind came through a thought process, a third party, okay, got in there and took some words and twisted it. Your words are going to dictate your life and what you're entertaining. Your thoughts are a series of words that are put together. What are you entertaining, right? So I got to move on here, you guys. So salvation, any means of deliverance from danger, evil, or ruin, that is your helmet. Let's talk about the sword. Okay. God, what is the sword? It's God's word. What did God say? Right? You, you learn what he said just by through reading his word. And then as you literally interact with the Lord in your own life, this is where, you know, the book of so-and-so gets written. You have certain experiences in your life and things you've gone through that only, you know, between you and God know about, right? And you've had different experiences, different injuries, different things that have happened. So God's going to show himself to you. It's going to look different in your life versus it's going to look in my life. Because we're not dealing with the same things. My healing is going to look different than your healing, right? We're not all being healed from the same thing, but we all need healing, right? And so, um, sorry you guys, I just lost my train of thought here. God's word, okay. So, as you read God's word literally, outside of you, the Bible, and you start to integrate those things, okay? The next step is, okay, you start, you start looking at your life and what you're reading. And you start kind of, evaluating where are you in your life how is it lining up with what the Lord's saying now this is why you need to get out from underneath blame shame condemnation and judgment because what happens most of the time is Christians compare themselves to the Word of God and they say oh okay I'm not there so therefore and you make a judgment right you put your you put your your butt in the seat of judge and you make yourself the judge the juror the executioner everything right within your own self but here's the deal you're not supposed to be doing that anymore that's not your position jesus christ took that position inside your heart he's he's the king of your heart he's sitting on the throne of your heart he's the judge per se even though he said i didn't come to judge the world or to condemn but to save judgment's going to come at some point all right when he comes back again he's not coming to save he's coming to take us out and he's coming to bring some judgment on this place all right it's gonna happen one day y'all guaranteed so but in the meantime while we're waiting for the lord to come back and kick some a as you are opening up your heart to him, right? You're recognizing your injuries. You're recognizing where you have condemnation, where you have shame, where you hide from him, where you have fear in those particular areas of your life. That's where he's going to start talking to you, right? You you start pouring out your heart to God and asking him questions and just sitting with him. You know, just like I said, Lord, I'm struggling with this. You know, whatever it is, Again, He's going to speak to you. How do you hear God's voice? It's a voice of revelation. It's a voice of insight. It's an aha moment. It's, wow, I never thought of that before. It's, wow, that's a new perspective. I got some peace I never had. You know what I'm saying? What's the fruit of the Spirit? What is the fruit of being with God? Well, it talks about that too. Love, joy, peace, patience, goodness, faithfulness, self-control. Those are all the results of hearing the voice of God in your life. Those things are going to happen. And we don't always have those things all the time, but we're going to have them in growing Measure. Okay, growing measure because we are you know the lord compares the kingdom of heaven i just remembered i totally forgot about this you guys i got to be doing a podcast on the kingdom of heaven right i've been working on studying the parables of the kingdom of heaven because i'm like we got to have this mindset right and what does the lord always compare the kingdom of heaven to agriculture growing seeds in the ground constantly and he says we are like the grass in the field so we have to understand that just as plants grow and trees grow and the grass grows. We are like that in that way. Okay. So you are going to slowly progress and grow. You're going to go from glory to glory. All right. You're going to get better and better and better as time goes on, as you're willing to acknowledge where you need God's love and grace and mercy to penetrate those areas in your heart where you feel right. Where you feel because we are feeling, how do I say this? We have a thought, we have a feeling, we make a choice and then there's a result, there's a consequence, okay? We don't realize how much our emotions dictate our life, all right? So whatever state you could be in, depression, anxiety, whatever, right? That's the area of your life where God's love needs to clash with, you know, with your, I don't know what you say. I I, I almost think of like um, just isolation, right? And you're hollow on the inside you know, because of that, you need to be able to take God's love in and bring it into that place. All right. And, and, and and that's the other thing too, the Lord's going to prune us. And when I talk about pruning, he, how can I say this? A farmer only prunes a plant when it's actually growing like it's supposed to. All right. So it can bear more fruit. So the Lord literally wants to bring Thought processes and stuff into your mind that are gonna, that are going to produce fruit as well. That that's all going to go back to you acknowledging your thoughts, your pro, you know where you're at, and telling and asking God what you need, you know. And so, anyway, I think that is it, you guys. We just talked a lot. Side like, uh, praying always, all prayer and supplication in the spirit. What is your spirit? Your thoughts, your your emotions, and your will. All right, talking to the Lord all the time, you guys. I talk to the Lord all day while I'm washing dishes cleaning up the house you know just like I'm, it's always this constant dialogue you know praying talking to him asking him stuff praying for the country praying for my children praying for my family praying for my neighborhood praying for the church you know it's just it's constant dialogue you could be sitting no matter where you're at even in your car at work you know if your mind is on the lord you're thinking about the lord you know that's a that boom right there you know what i'm saying it's it's just it's just your spirit connecting with his spirit your thoughts with his thoughts right and so Anyway, you guys, I just wanted to talk to you guys about this today, about the, the weapons that we have for these strongholds, putting these things on, on a daily basis and learning how to do it in practical ways through a thought process, through an expectation, right? Through acknowledgement. There's these all, and like I said, all these things tie together. So you guys, I encourage you to go back and listen to this episode, write, write down the names of the armor, write down a couple things that you got out of it. then ask the Lord how you can put this on every single day because the point of these strongholds coming down is so you can make progress. If you have a wall in front of you, how far are you going to go? You're only going to go as far as between you and the distance of that wall in front of you. All right. Some people give themselves no space at all. Don't you want to be able to reach your full potential? No limitations, no barriers, right? The only barriers there are in your mind from those injuries that you've had. And so you guys, if you didn't check out that podcast, be sure to listen to how strongholds are formed it released last week and now today I'm giving you guys some tools that you can use to start taking those strongholds down and it's going to be a process it's going to happen little by little but if you do it every day and you have lots of grace and compassion with yourself because God's given it to you and you can give it to other people you guys are going to be amazing wonderful beautiful people out there that are literally going to be able to transform the world around you because this stuff is in you right so anyway, you guys, thanks for listening to the podcast. I really, really love and appreciate you guys. I do have a website now. Be sure, be sure to check it out. I remember to put it in the description of this podcast. It's dailyencouragementwithashleycampbell.com. All right, y'all, I'm going to get off here now. Have an awesome rest of the day, and I will see you next time.